are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker. That is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. Greetings, welcome to the Steve Day Show free podcast daily here, powered by CRTV, available on iHeart, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please help us get the word out about this free podcast we make available to you each and every day. And, and let us know what you think about what we think. Give us your feedback. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Steve Day Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Todd and Aaron are here with us as well, and we just finished wrapping up today's tv show for crtv promo code dace if you're not yet a subscriber to crtv.com you can get just uh, not just our show but the great one mark levin michelle malkin steven crowder every day for your subscription one easy price use promo code dace and get it even cheaper at crtv.com so todd what's that to you about today's television show well fake news or not you know it's a big deal to me i mention it frequently how do we break up the paradigm to get through the noise how do we uh, say what we believe perhaps in a different way perhaps to a different audience perhaps with a different tone as much as that nauseates me but ultimately our job is to get the truth through somehow in a place that often doesn't want to hear it and in the last couple weeks on places like cnn and nbc you're getting an example that it's happening a little bit, and that's where you have to start. I thought your opening monologue was pretty good. I, I, what I took away from it is um, asking asking the, the question of of conservatives or self identified conservatives: Is Donald Trump going to be the vehicle for your beliefs, or is Donald Trump your belief? That's that's basically what it is. Is Donald Trump where it starts and ends for you, or is he just a vehicle for what it what it you know, what you're truly trying to accomplish? And sadly, I think as you, as we've all seen um, from this binary choice um, uh, idolatry, as as we've called it before, uh, too many people, uh, both on the left and the right, see people as the uh, beginning and end of where they'll plant their flag and what what ground and what hill they'll choose to die on and that has to stop well in this age of everyone does what is right in his own eyes in that binary choice idolatry it gets discouraging when i read my mentions after an appearance like that mm-hmm. and it's it's like people never listen to i feel like chris tucker do you understand the words that is coming out of my mouth it's like they never understood anything i said I mean, for example, in the interview, Chuck Todd makes it very clear I was never supportive of Donald Trump after he got. I never, I never ever was one of these people's like, well, you know, we got to be. I, I never did any of that, and I've been very. And I can't tell you, my mentions were full of people telling me, well, why we want this Trump show's lying to his audience about Trump? Why we listen to what he? I never. He couldn't have made it more clear. I know. He could not have made it more. There's his intro. Yes. I mean, at one point he asked me, so you're basically saying Trump's a con man. What was my answer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. But there's nothing we can do about it now. He's the president. So I'd like him to stop pretending to be one and portraying one and actually be one now. You know, it is what it is. He won. Time to be president. You know, put on your big boy bridges. And it's just the, the, the level of idolatry, the, the inability to see behind 
my myopia. It's discouraging. It's debilitating. But we're going to keep trying to hammer through the concrete, even though there are plenty of days. And that's why some days I just unleash. Because I, I need to need to do it, frankly, for my own peace of mind. I've got enough pent-up frustration, and it's got to go somewhere, and I ain't taking it home with me because I love the people living over there on Boulder Drive a lot more than I love any of you listening to us right now, all right? So I ain't taking it home with me. So that means every now and then, will you, would some of you heap upon me, I just need to download back on you. And you can tell when it's one of those days where I just walk in and we just fashion a whip of cords and walk into the temple. What's up? I mean, and, and sometimes I just do it because... I need it, guys, from a therapeutic standpoint. Otherwise, I will explode, okay? And I ain't taking this home with me. I just can't. They, the, the people at home have put up with enough the last 10 to 12 years with daddy's political activism. They don't deserve me taking my pent-up frustration from who some of you are with me. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to actually direct my uh, frustration and venting at the people who deserve it, some of you. I'm going to direct it at you instead. So I think that's productive, don't you, Todd? Amen. I'm in. Okay. And, and, you, and oh, by the way, I prayed about it, and I feel real good about where I'm at right now, so I just wanted to throw that in there, yeah, too. You are healed. Okay. Yeah, I am good. All right. That's uh, the modern American evangelical <laughs> mantra. If I prayed about it and I feel real good about it, then it's absolutely what God wants me to do. Thank you. I learned finally. Uh, that's the uh, doctrine of sola feels, by yeah, the way. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yes. It's in uh, uh, second uh, or two hesitations. Yep. Uh, two self-righteous, actually. Yep. All right. So in, it, along the lines of trying to break through the concrete. Something I'm getting from people a lot is, what do you expect the president to do? We have this swamp Congress, a do-nothing Congress. They're against his agenda. Now, if you know what his agenda is, tell me. I don't know what it is. Okay, I tweeted last night, Dace wants Trumpism without Trump. Weird. Actually, there is no Trumpism, and there never was. I actually want conservatism regardless of Trump. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I, I, that, Trump's irrelevant. I, I just want... I just want what's, what I think is best for the country. Now, if he's willing to do it, great. And if he's not, then I'm going to say so. There is no Trumpism. Another, guy, another progressive pastor emailed me or tweeted me last night and said, well, Trump wants nationalistic policies that are vile and bigoted. Nationalism is an idolatry of self and state. Um, I wrote back to him, very similar to your progressivism, by the way, which I am confident Trump would, knowing Trump, he would know what none of the words I just said meant. I'll bet my mortgage on it. Wouldn't know what any of these words mean. I think somebody just said, hey, there's a bunch of guys sharing Pepe the Frog memes on Twitter. We need their votes. Just say these. I'm in. I, I, I literally just think he'll say or do whatever it takes to get what he wants from people without knowing or caring what they mean or what the consequences for them are in the morning. Because they don't just turn around the next day and lie and say, well, I never said that. Even when you show them on tape, that's not me. We'll make a difference. That's who you're dealing with, okay? So I, I think you guys are all debating the ideology and worldview of Donald Trump far more seriously and in-depth than he ever has Preach. himself, okay? But for those of you that want to know, what can he do, Steve? I've got six things he can do. Now, I could come up with more than this, but I think that's a good number, right? Let's go with six things Trump could do right now, regardless of the fact. I mean, all your criticisms of the Congress are right. That's why I've been involved in primarying several of these guys for the last four years. I couldn't agree more. There's a story out today in Politico of Lindsey Graham and a bunch of Republican hacks all worried that Judge Roy Moore is going to win next week in Alabama. And and what that, that means none of them are safe. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The idea that you guys think 
none, the none of us are safe message delivered to Politico actually is is one that sells with your base, I think tells you all you need to hear. That's all you need to know about how far gone these people are. So all your criticisms of these guys, I'm in. I'm in. Totally in. I hate these people. Hate them. And I mean it. Like with a biblical level of loathing, I hate them. But he's not powerless, guys. He, he's sitting in the most powerful position on planet Earth. So here are some things, guys, he can do. Let's take these one by one. You guys tell me what you think. All can right? I just say, I love this, like, every three-month reset that you have where you just need to help. I mean, you just got done this weekend. Yes. In your column saying, and you're rightly so, that this this is an absolute disaster, but you need to fix, and this is where you're going again. And I it's, like it. I not, appreciate it. It's not it. so much I need to fix. I do have that need. It's that I, 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 need, to, I need to remove false objections now. Now it's about now it's not even fixing Trump. It's about attacking idolatry now. That, that that's what this is about. You this is about I'm I'm not going to leave you with any I'm not gonna let you just lie to yourself on my time. You wanna lie to yourself on your Facebook book wall, on your Twitter account, cool man. But if you're gonna invade my space with your lies to yourself, well now I've got this whole watchman on the wall, moral obligation, great commission, you know, uh, thing going on in, in my worldview. I just can't let you do that. I'm not allowed to, even though plenty of days. I have the Pontius Pilate basin right here next to me, full of purified water, waiting to rinse my hands in it and say, I'm just gonna sit here and wait for the sulfur to fall and you all deserve it. All right, I, that's my. I am on my own. I am Jonah in the Veggie Tales version. I'm across the street from Nineveh, in a in a lawn chair, put up the umbrella to get the sun out. All right, and they save me from the sulfur, and I'm drinking. I've got a drink with an umbrella in it, waiting for the justice to finally that you deserve to happen. That's where I'm at. That's who I am as a human being. But you know, my life is not my own. I was bought at a high price. I don't always get to do what I would like to do and feel like I could even justify doing. I have the obligation and commandment to stand for the truth when I am pressed to. So I don't believe the Trump administration is fixable. I could be proven wrong about that. I'd like to be. This isn't a reset this time though. This is, you're lying to yourself and I'm not gonna let you get away with it. Does that make more I sense? I like that, so let's hear those six. Number one. You could use the bully pulpit of the presidency to actually rally the Republican Party to repeal Obamacare the way that Obama did it for a full year back in 2009. Obama won a far more dominant victory in 08, a far bigger mandate than Donald Trump had. And even then, in 09, his party was very hesitant about passing Obamacare because they remembered many of them that were there in the early 90s when Hillary Care decimated them in the 94 midterm elections the very next year. He used all of his political capital for a year to finally get his party shortly or, or way after in the middle of the night, shortly before Christmas at the end of the year to finally pass it. OK, and they had to do it by reconciliation because they couldn't get 60 votes in the Senate for it. Trump has spent guys exactly zero political capital on repealing this. And unless that changes, this is not getting repealed. That's something he could be doing right now instead of doing speeches for Swamp Monster, Luther Strange, and Huntsville, Alabama tomorrow night. Thoughts? Never going to happen. I don't think it will either. 
But, I, but based on your premise, yeah, you're, I don't think you're it pointing will it out for a different reason. Yeah, but, 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 but this idol that he's defenseless yeah. here is not true. Right. He's done nothing to move the base of his party to hold these people accountable on any level at all. None. But he did tweet out a really cool gif of him hitting Hillary Clinton in the back with a golf ball. So yeah. there's that. If I That's know, using the bully if I didn't, You know, I saw that, and when, and then the next thing I saw was was General Mattis over, uh, overriding his uh, trainee uh, yeah. soldier edict. Yeah, told you about and, that. And I just, I just said, you know, it, it's like we don't have a president. It, it's just like the guy just uses the office to grow a social media presence, and... The it's other not people, like that. It is, and the other—it's like we—we we may have the presidency that the left thought we had in the Bush years, where Dick Cheney and his people were actually running the show, and Bush just showed up to deliver speeches. That's sort of what we have now. Trump just shows up to send out tweets, you know, trolls Reddit looking for the coolest killer memes, while you know the other, while the um, uh, the progressive military wing uh, runs the government. Guys, yes. calls all the shots. Yes, that's banana republic stuff. Yes, number two. Hope you like bananas, man. Because <laughs> you're going to get them. Actually keep his promise to pull out of the Paris global warming garbage. There were reports over the weekend that he was waffling on this, particularly in the Wall Street Journal. Now the administration is pushing back saying that's not true. But hey, you know, you could probably use a topic to discuss today, right? Why not just go out there today? Make it clear publicly again why these policies are bad for American workers and bad for American families throw your base a freaking bone here of just a simple low-lying fruit talking point ideological chum in the water red meat let them rally around that for at least a day or two and win a news cycle why not do that he must have had 15 minutes of tea once again with the global warming equivalent of the chinese premier that changed around his whole uh, philosophy on trade there who knows and that's and of course that person is his daughter so you know dead Got a d- threw, she threw a daddy in there. and Daddy, I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson, yes. and he says it's an emergent truth, daddy. Yes. We're going to look, we're going to, we won't get invited to any of the winter solstice policies in New York and in, in Manhattan this December, daddy. Jared and I won't be able to take any of the babies there. Bill Nye didn't pick up my call. <laughs> I wish I didn't believe anything I just said was true. But I think everything I just said is true. Everything. I, can I just say, I like how he's just finally the last couple of weeks just being honest about where he's at and just saying, yeah, this was, this was all just a farce the whole time. I mean, because pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement after he used that as one of those chum in the water moments a few months ago. You guys remember that, right? Uh, when he announced that he was going to pull out of that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad we're finally getting uh, true Trump. Now. I'm starting to think, though, this art of the deal thing, you know, he he was King Kong of, of New York, of Manhattan. I'm starting to think that a lot of these buildings that are his, they aren't real buildings. They're like a facade on a Hollywood studio, and he's just faking it this whole time, and we all bought it. Because hmm. there has to be more. There has to. Isn't there somewhere? No. Yeah. You haven't been around a lot of these kinds of people, have you? I unfortunately no, because you live in Iowa. I unfortunately the last few years have had to be around a lot of these kinds of people, and unfortunately, the the stereotypes of vapid banality, m- maximum ego, are more true than you could possibly imagine. There's no there there. 
Nothing. Oh, I believe that in my bones now. Nothing. That was the gift that 2016. In gave fact, to it'll me. make you think. What it'll do is really, it'll really piss you off, because you'll be like, "Why am I not? If these people are this dumb, this shallow, and this weak, why am I not rich?" You know what I'm saying? I mean, you'll walk away thinking, "Why am Why am I not buying and selling you? If yeah, you're this weak, this shallow, and this vapid, why are they owning us instead yes. of us owning them? That'll, 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 that it'll, 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 that's kept me up at night. You don't want to. You don't want that. It, it'll <laughs> red rum. Yeah, red, yeah rum. red rum. Red rum. Yes, it's kept me up at night. Yes, I believe that. I've walked into room 227 a lot of times, guys. <laughs> a lot. I so hope. That's like etched in crazy crayon on some door in your When you basement. go to my house now, there's one of those really nice, you know, wooden placards where this, instead of Dace family, it says Overlook. That's what it says. And my new life versus all, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And it says it a lot repeatedly. Oh, so that's why you built that uh, maze out in your backyard? Yes, that's okay. why it's there. Yeah. Yes, perfectly trimmed, in fact. Yes. Number three, don't cut deals with Democrats to unconditionally raise the debt limit with literally nothing in return. Do you guys know what he got in return on that? Do you know? He's the master negotiator. you know what he got in return for that? Uh, Chuck and Nancy, as his new BFFs, are happy, and they got some good press. But in terms of what's good for American families and workers, what did he get in return? Question. Mm -hmm. Make this interesting. Confident I know the answer. Is there a chance that Trump is so sick of the feckless GOP that he did that just to piss them off? And the chance in his mind no. thinking that that no, might... No, don't even, don't even go there. I Just asking. I think... I, here's the thing. I'm actually sure that's why he did it, in his mind. Really? Yeah. In his mind, I am sure that's why he did it. But he's so out of over his skis, not even on the astral plane, that he doesn't understand... He tripped over his own phallus. Because the Republican leadership he's trying to pressure was going to cut this deal in a couple of weeks right. anyway. They were just going to get some shiny object, like a medical device tax cut. Something, you know what I'm saying? They were going to get something like that. That Mitch McConnell, we walked into CPAC, could wave an AR-15 around again. Mm -hmm. All right? Like it That's did, right. When we I was talked there a about this already, ago. and it was so depressing, yes. I forgot about I, it. I am sure Trump, in his mind, was doing what you said. I'm positive of it. Positive. He thought this was some kind of master stroke, not knowing that McConnell and Ryan are over there, over there at the Rayburn building. Like, can you believe our good fortune here? We were... We were we were right in the middle of that Alabama Senate primary, like right before the election on the 26th. We were going to have to grab our ankles, bite the bullet, and cut this poopy deal ourselves in exchange for some K Street tax credit that most of our base won't ever feel, experience, and will hate. Okay? Meanwhile, this nimrod up there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue swoops in thinking he's, hey, I never thought of this. He cuts the deal instead. Gets nothing in return. We're all off the hook. And now you can now go grab Dean Heller and Jeff Flake facing primary. Make sure they vote no. We don't need their votes now. 
You know what I mean? That's the, that's my, so I'm sure he meant, I'm sure he was trying to do what you said. He just is so, so out of his depth. So out of his depth, he has no idea he did exactly what they would have, they would have, they were on their knees praying to bail. In fact, no, they would have never even prayed that this could happen because they would never contemplate they could be this fortunate. And they were. This is the stuff at this rate, that 227 room in your house, you're going to have to open it up as a bed and breakfast just to let people convalesce. There's a freaking cover charge now. <laughs> Can we get in? All right. I want in. What's right. it going to take? No, chicks don't get in for free. Everybody pays, regardless of your non-determined gender. All right, number four. Okay, number four. Keep his promise to repeal the Johnson Amendment. This is the IRS regulation against religious or against political speech from the pulpit, all right, that went into effect when LBJ was infamously upset with pastors in Texas coming after him for basically being a crook, all right? Now, I've pointed out before, the Johnson Amendment has never really historically threatened religious liberty on an actionable level. Most of the time, it is the fig leaf that pastors use for not doing their, their, the, the full counsel of their job. They'll use that as their excuse. But even though it's, it's, not, it's often not been used actionably, it is still a symbol of government coercion. Trump loves symbolism because it requires no real sweat equity just to you know, symbolize something, give, give voice to something without actually doing anything for it. This is the perfect opportunity to do it. Just get rid of it. He vowed to do this throughout the campaign, put out an executive order earlier this year around Easter, vowing to do it again. Still hasn't done it. That's been five months now. This is, this is low-lying fruit, cost Trump nothing politically. I mean, literally nothing. It'll upset. It's, it, it's, like, an, it's like an award show, a liberal Hollywood award show. It will upset all the right people, right. Which, is what, which will help Trump with his own base. And it's a, po- it's a campaign promise. This is, there's nothing stopping him from doing this. He is in charge of the IRS. Everybody from the, last, uh, from the last actuary to the janitor to the head of the IRS all reports to him. He could do this right now. This is the exact same premise as I established on the television show. With why, If he's a con man, why, why isn't he supporting Judge Roy Moore? Why isn't he doing this? Both are low-lying fruit. And now, on Friday, I just got done talking about how I'm never going to call the man stupid or dumb or just not good at this again because I think it's much more nefarious. But then he, we're talking about this. It's got There's a verbal Kent aspect of this, if you know your usual suspects, that is just disturbing to me. Like, what? What is, if you're a good con man, you're doing this, but is he somehow being a good con man by looking like a bad con man? And I hate like I'm thinking in riddles, but that's where I live. Now you've gone, yeah, now you've gone too far. Well, then I, I think, I think Trump has been sent the message that most of his voters really only care about the show. And he's sadly right about that. He's sadly right about that. Well, even on that premise, doesn't he do what you just said just because of the show? This is where you need people around him because this is where this is where Javanka and the progressive generals come in, right? This is where having no conservative voice in the West Wing at all comes in. Is you need someone to actually be able to go to Trump with your case. Dude, man, we're con men. This we have to do literally nothing. 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 
sign a piece of paper. We don't have to follow it up with anything at all. The IRS never even goes after people to begin with with this. I think they've shut down two churches in, in the history of these regulations, and one of them was a liberal church doing Democrat Party activism. All right? This is the perfect con. All right, you're going to get... The Hollywood will lose their minds. They'll rerun last night's Emmys. You'll go up 10 points. You need someone with our point of view explaining it to him that way. Don't, don't go to him on substance. Don't go to him on morality. Don't go to him on what... I don't think he cares about any of those things. You need someone who has our worldview that can, that, that can speak of the language, that can address this in a way he understands. Because Javanka understand, they, they, they have their native language. Daddy, this will make us look bad. Daddy, this will hurt the grandkids' business interests. That, that, the, the cooing works. They have that language. We need someone that can do some cooing from our perspective. Stop trying to reach him with moral viewpoints he either doesn't care about or could not possibly understand he's a reprobate. Address him on a reprobate level. Dude. These people are so desperate to support you. You could just get rid of this Johnson Amendment in five minutes. Do nothing else. Watch Holly Weird melt down for the next six months and just retweet those clips as gifts and memes and you'll get higher evangelical turnout than you got in 2016. And it's true. That is true. Yeah. It is true. The problem is we have no one... We have, one of the things evangelical leaders love to say is to quote Jesus saying, being wise as serpents and innocent as doves. And they always use this in the context of when they're about to do something mind-numbingly dumb or mind-numbingly disloyal to their own cause. This is where we do need someone wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove. Someone that just walks in there and just tells Nebuchadnezzar, you are good. You are wise. God has given you this authority and he would like to give you more. And all you need to do is just this one simple thing. See what I'm trying to say? I do. We don't have anybody in the West Wing presenting our message from a from the from a vantage point Trump understands. We do and, not. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure that person exists beyond this radio show, anyway, or people we've had on this show. Not just. I don't. When I say that, I don't mean people in the room. Uh, in the room. I mean people within our network that we have yeah. on. Within our network, there's 50 people that could go and yeah. do that. Outside of our network, I don't believe such a person exists. But there, well, and I'm not sure the people who do exist want to go deep cover doing that and make that their lives. I mean, that's, that's like going into Iran as a Christian at this point. Yeah, I mean, we have Mike Pence. Uh, Donald Trump is uh, the greatest president and greatest orator since Ronald Reagan. And Jeff Sessions, that's really hurtful. Um, Attorney General, uh, uh, those guys are supposedly uh, conservatives. Yeah, it's, it's but very they clear. Have... There, 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 there's no dog in Jeff Sessions. If you know what I'm saying, there, yeah. there's no G in there. No. He has no. There's no gangster in there at all. Good that's, man. That's really solid helpful. public servant. But there, there's. He's not who we thought we He's were. He's not marching to Atlanta, yeah. if you know what I'm trying to say. There, he, there is no, you know, uh, I, I shall return. Damn the torpedoes. There ain't none of that. Nobody who says, well, it was very hurtful. No one who says that has any kind of that dog in them. You need somebody with our worldview that has some of that dog in them. That can just walk in and not sell Trump what we want to sell him. But sell Trump what he wants to buy. And there's a difference. Sell Trump what he wants to buy. You know what Trump wants to buy more than anything else? 
Mette Trump. Trump wants to buy Trump. So sell him himself. Sell him himself. That's what he wants. That's all Chuck and Nancy did. They sold Mitt to Trump. Mitt to Trump. Sell him himself. Give communists what he wants. Just give him what he wants. And if you give communists what he wants, you know what communists is going to give you? What you want. Because nothing communist wants more than what he wants. And I made that analogy on purpose. Now, I would prefer we would have a gladiator that would take a communist down in the arena. Does said gladiator exist? Do you guys know of him? No. No. So if said gladiator does not exist, this is where wise the serpent innocent of the dove comes in. Then if you don't have, until you have that gladiator, you don't go to war with communists. There's no point to it. You have no chance to win. So until that gladiator, you need to be like that one Roman senator in the movie. You give communists what he wants until gladiator shows up. When the gladiator shows up, you cut your deal with the gladiator, okay? But until the gladiator shows up, give Commodus what he wants. What Commodus wants is Commodus loves him some Commodus. So you frame this in how this is going to make Commodus even prettier, wiser, more powerful than even he already knows that he is. Folks, we have to understand you are dealing in a, with Trump from a character standpoint. You're dealing with the caricature of what you've read about in history books. All right. That's what you're dealing with. You are not dealing with your, your, a typical American president. Forget ideology. You're dealing with a level of narcissism that's never inhabited that office before. This is a caricature out of a history book. Megalomaniac. And, and Obama was as well, but it was driven by his, ide- his belief in his ideological superiority. Not by his belief in himself. That's why he got along with a whole bunch of people. Obama was a megalomaniac too, but driven by the belief in the superiority of his ideology, not in the superiority of Barack Obama. Now, of course, progressivism feeds self-righteousness. But Barack Obama is trying to win an argument with history. He's not trying to, he's not, he's not trying to, he's not trying to declare himself emperor. And, and his, his imperial actions are for the intent of winning an argument with history. Not for the fawning and worship of him, of, of, of him to no, no end other than that. What I'm saying makes sense? Sure. With Trump, there's nothing else but that. It's the opposite. Make it about worshiping him, and he will give you. How, how much money, how much cars, how many homes, how many hotel stays in penthouse suites do you think Trump has given away to women to get into their pants throughout the course of his life? How much? The gross domestic product of Ecuador, Bolivia, you might pick, be lowballing. Uh, yeah, pick a landlocked uh, Latin American third world country, and that's what Trump has probably spent for booty calls. Give him what he wants. He will give you what you want. And what he wants most of all is Mr. Trump. Number five. Stop enforcing Obamacare's child-killing mandates on religious institutions and private companies. They haven't stopped that yet. Nope. You know, they're complaining they got this huge backlog at the Justice Department. Well, I can think of a place to maybe trim some of the fat, lighten the load a little bit. How about uh, an area that's already been adjudicated all the way to the Supreme Court anyway, like in the Hobby Lobby case? This is one right here. Stop it. Especially because right now they are defending one of these Baker cases in, in federal courts. I'm glad they're doing that. But they need to create some case law to back up their own case. Otherwise, all they're doing is filing a blog. They need to show the federal judiciary that you are welcome to your opinion. 
we are going to enforce the Hobby Lobby decision at the U.S. Justice Department. That's what we're going to do. And since the Supreme Court outranks you, federal judge from the from District 666 in the People's Republic of California, we're going with the Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying here? They need to create some precedent in their favor. One way to do that is put the Hobby Lobby ruling into law. We're, we're not enforcing these anymore. We're well, done. Thank here, you. Here's where Jeff Sessions is just an utter failure. This is one on him the most because this is a win. It would seem, unless your motivations are something entirely other than I understand, this is a win-win. You you put something out there as something you are aggressively pursuing, and the base clearly wants. And if the president doesn't like it, what you at least followed your conscience and you sleep well at night, and you might wake up the base to the fact that they might have gotten bed with a serpent, or it accomplishes the kind of thing you're talking about you 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 do the innocent as serpent uh uh wise uh, excuse me wise as a serpent innocent as a dove thing and you convert him to your cause for the for the case of you know for his version it's politics or ego or whatever i jeff sessions is just an absolute failure on this front yeah i would really like to see if it exists like a list of priorities that every person in Trump's cabinet has had since they've been in their position and even people who are not there anymore just to see like what direction they wanted to take and especially I think that especially applies to Jeff Sessions like what are what's on his list of priorities right now that he's not doing some of these things that are easily within his realm of of power I, I would like to see that. I would like to see what's what's more important than than some of these issues like you just articulated. These guys are all it all falls back to Alfred in uh, The Dark Knight. They, they got in bed with somebody they didn't fully understand. Finally, actually keep your promise to have Mexico pay for the wall, which, as I have said for over a year, how many times you guys heard me say this? There is a simple way to keep this promise. Offset the cost of the wall with Mexico's expected foreign aid. Todd, we're parents. Do you do, do, you do allowance at your home? Uh, no, actually, we don't. We don't call it allowance. It's an earning. You know, you have some things you just have to do because you live in this house that are just expected, right. right? But then there are chores on top of that. And if you do on top of that, then you, you don't just get an allowance because you won the Lucky Sperm Club and you're breathing. We don't just hand you money for that, okay? But but you, the, kid, the kids earn a, a, yeah. a wage. One of the things I do to, to discipline them when I have to is I'm just going to withhold that this week. How you like them apples? Now, I didn't take any money from them per se, but since it was money they were counting on, how do they view it? Right. They got money taken. I took away. their money away. Just tell you what, you're paying for the wall. We're not, you know, we're not going to prop up your fake middle class that doesn't exist and fund your corruptocrats for the next 10 years. We're going to keep that money ourselves and put the wall up so you can keep your fake middle class. Now you like them apples. Yeah, we're not going to keep giving you that money to keep losing the narco wars. Yes. No, you know, we're going to yep. take it for ourselves and build the wall. Yeah, thanks, though. Appreciate it. Thanks. And you paid for the wall. Yeah. You did. Well, Steve, uh, Congress begins appropriations. I'm not talking about appropriations. I'm talking about the budget. Who submits the budget, guys? President does. President submits the budget by law. He can put this in the budget. Put it in the budget. And then ultimately, if Congress decides they're not going to follow through on the appropriations process, who gets the blame then? Congress. Congress. What's one thing Trump loves to do more than anything else, guys? I blame Congress. Shift the blame. Yeah. To anything. Any, Just blame anybody. Do you, do you yeah. get, now do you see how I've, how I've worded this? Do you see why I chose the things I chose? Sure. Do you see why I, I presented them the way I presented them? It plays to his vanity, plays to his ego, plays to the fact it takes little to no work 
outside of what he wants to do with his own schedule all day long. And if people don't follow through, he escapes all the blame and he passes the buck to them. So the essence of all this is, Mr. Trump, Mr. Twump, why are you so bad at being you? Yes. All I'm asking Mr. Twump to do is be Mr. Twump. <laughs> it's true. Take the easy way out on everything. Take yes for an answer. I was reading on Twitter today, DACA recipients are protesting Nancy Pelosi. We're not a bargaining chip. Take yes for an answer, kid. All right? Take yes for an answer. All right? All I'm at, I, I've given up believing the guy will change. And I'm not the Holy Spirit. Not my jurisdiction anyway. You be you, man. You be you. Take the easy way out. Do the, take, appeal to the lowest common denominator with the least amount of work. Yeah. Stay down in Mar-a-Lago the whole time. That's right. And, and then, when it doesn't work, blame everybody else. This is Mr. Twomp. That's what it is. This takes literally... No, this does nothing other than what he wants to do. That's all. So, guys, if, if he won't do these things, and I think we all know, that unless we have somebody like us in the West Wing making this case, he won't. Um... Then we go back to why we originally did this podcast today. I, I'm just tired of watching people lie to themselves. I'm just not letting people get away with it on my time anymore. You want to lie to yourself on your Facebook wall? Cool. You want to lie to yourself on your Twitter account? Cool. You want to email yourself your lies? Cool. But when you post them on my Facebook wall, when you tweet them to me or you email them to me, I just want you to know, I'm coming to work with a jawbone of an ass. I'm going to bed with one. I'm taking a dump with one in my opposite hand. I am taking a shower with one. I'm, I'm putting my body wash on it, all right? Scrubbing myself down with a jaw. I'm never, never, I'm never setting this down. And I will keep bludgeoning you and pummeling you with it until you either bleed out or leave me the hell alone. Are we good? Happy Monday. Are we good? Indeed. All right, we're good here. Our work here is done. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, promo code DACE to watch today's show on CRTV. You don't want to miss it. Plus, you get access to everybody else at CRTV. Mark Levin, Michelle Malkin, Stephen Crowder as well. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you.